Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to the Wrestle Predict cast. I am your host, Ben, and joining me, as always, is the Otis to my Dolph Ziggler. It's Joe. How are you, Joe? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Thank you. As in, always gets the girl and very charming. Yeah, I, well, I, I thought if I'd if I'd gone with the other way round, I thought you might be. I thought you might be a bit. I don't know. Yeah, I gave you the good guy. I gave you the hero. Yeah, thanks, mate. I appreciate that. I'll take right. you. As long as you don't mean anything by that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today's episode's a bit of a. It's a bit. It's a game of two halves today, really, because the first half is looking at the results and looking back at WrestleMania and looking at how close it could have been for me to whether I could actually catch up on that. I think it was the seven points I was behind to beat you. And then the second half of this podcast is launching season two with money in the bank just around the corner. And we've got wild cards to pick, but we'll get to that as it comes. Um, so we may as well start with the results. How do you think you did? I don't think I did brilliantly on WrestleMania. I did. I, there was a time when I was slightly nervous. Um because some of the results that I thought were dead certs didn't come in. Yeah. Um, namely, Shayna and Becky. Um, so that was a bit of a worry. But then I feel fairly confident that you didn't beat me by eight points. Um, I scored nine. Okay. Well, I scored more than one. You scored nine. <laughs> oh, did I? Okay, good. Okay. So we got exactly the same. Um, actually, I got one... A, I got one more than you on WrestleMania. Your your final ninth point was the fact that, and this one really bugged me, Liv Morgan didn't face Ruby Riot. So you got a point for that, as we said, because we said I, I predicted that the Riot squad would compete either in a triple threat or have Liv Morgan versus Ruby Riot. That didn't happen. Instead, she pointlessly faced Natalia on a pre-show. Did you not enjoy that, mate? I didn't even watch it, mate. Did you watch the pre-shows? <laughs> I did not watch the pre-shows. <laughs> did have but I, 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 I didn't even know that match was going on. Our, our, our mutual friend and podcast listener, Luke, got involved and said that um, the Liv Morgan one was the uh, pre-show. And I was, when he, he actually did, he went, Liv Morgan's on the pre-show, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, oh, I might have nailed this. And he went, against, against Natalia. Just, just proper nailed me with that one. So um, I can't I, believe it. I can't I believe thought, that that I happened. A lot of the time that we have side bets yours don't come in i'd like to think i'd like like oh a, yeah quite a significant percentage of side bets that you and i have do not work out in your favor no i don't think they ever work out in my favor just because <laughs> i'm usually going ridiculously bold with something but that one annoys me because there is a legitimate story that they've built that's gone nowhere they built that story that story that that there's more build for that story than alistair black versus bobby lashley Mate, there's more there's more build to that story than Braun Strowman versus Goldberg. Yeah, well, we, we yeah, it, well, precisely, yeah. So, you managed to beat me. In the end, the scores were me seventy eight, you eighty five. Okay. What about everyone else? You absolutely. Um, the next closest was Dave with seventy two, and then the next closest after that was the audience with sixty five. That there, there were a possible. 144 points up for grabs. Oh, God. 85 out of 144? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's not... It's not... I don't know about crowning glory, but then again, you you know, 
we'll explain wild cards later, but wild cards did play a part in in in, in that for both you know for, for you losing points. Um, so so I got just to be clear, clear, I won with less than sixty percent. <laughs> yeah, precisely. And this would be a great time for me to uh, go on the uh, the whole. Uh, like montage of well, that's exactly how wrestling should be. You shouldn't be able to predict it and all that. It just but boils down to the fact that we're just a bit useless to this. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I was, um, feeling, I was feeling really good about myself until you said out of. Yeah, well, I mean, you asked for that, so <laughs> I sat and worked it out and thought 100 because I was I I even went back and recounted it because I thought I must have miscounted there somewhere, but there were a ridiculous amount of points up for grabs. If you think some of those were things like who got the Royal Rumble winner got an extra five points, which oh, I got that? this year. I got this yeah. year, yeah. <laughs> so even with that, still didn't win. So you were actually with, so actually, apart from that result, you're only one point ahead of Dave. Um, let's move on. So, uh, <laughs> so WrestleMania then, um, bit of a weird one, over two nights. A, a show so big, it was it was too big for one night, Joe. Um, how do you think it was? How do you think it went? Do you think they managed to do what they should do for WrestleMania? Um, yeah, it was it was it was interesting, wasn't it? It was a real mixed bag. Um, like some of it was like you mentioned a couple of matches. So Liv Morgan and Natalia, Bobby Lashley versus Alistair Black, the Street Profits versus the Mexican people was like they're all just like quite throwaway for WrestleMania. Like I'm I I always think back like when I used to watch wrestling when I was a bit younger. Like every single match on WrestleMania had like full like a really decent backstory. Nothing was thrown together. But then on the flip side of that, I would say that Edge and Randy Orton, not the match, the match was way too long. But the the build to that was superb. So there yeah. was there was some 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 interesting stuff in there. I think just so much was overshadowed by the fact like by by the coronavirus situation yeah. and. WWE are just not talking about it, which is like weird. Like it, it's it just like it feels like it, it it almost feels more disjointed because they're just not saying coronavirus. Yeah. So like the Miz was ill. So then the the three the triple threat tag team match became a triple threat singles match for the tag team titles, which is just it's but, like it's a totally like totally sensible thing to do. But just be like just be like just be open about it. You know, don't. I don't know why they needed to do it the way they've done it. Exactly. There's 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 two cases for that because I mean, if if you this this week SmackDown, they've said it's now going to be the opposing people next week fighting for the title again. So everyone who didn't fight at WrestleMania is now going to be in a triple threat to fight for the title again. So yet again, they're going to do a singles triple threat for a tag team title, regardless. But they actually, but Miz came out and said the reason I wasn't there last time is because you guys jumped me before the match. Right. So they're not even acknowledging that way. And there's a there's a case for why not give Roman Reigns five minutes to come out and say, you guys all know I had leukemia. You guys all know what's going on in the yeah. world. I don't want to be part of this. And the idea I've heard, which is a really good one, I can't, even if not, not him, even if he goes, look, the, the WWE medics have said I shouldn't wrestle. I can't wrestle. They've taken me out of the match. It's against, they, they won't let clear me. So because I think he's got the best chance of winning, I nominate Braun Strowman. And then all of a sudden, you know, and he can say, I nominate Braun Strowman and then Braun Strowman next, if you beat him or when you beat him, I'm your first opponent for the belt. Or you have to give me a easy story done five minutes. And that explains everything. And presumably that will happen at some point. Yeah. Well, depending on what happens at money in the bank and what goes on, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but you know, if Strowman keeps the belt long enough for Roman to get back, 
then you've got to imagine Roman Reigns is should be first in line for Strowman's belt. There's stories that you could very easily tell that they, by ignoring coronavirus, they've almost put themselves in a really awkward corner where all of a sudden Braun Strowman just appears for the main event. Yeah, and it's and it was it was it wasn't it was like such a throwaway. I don't know if you watched the SmackDown before, but it wasn't like oh, I just announced we've got like Bobby Lashley versus Black. Oh yeah, and by the way, um, Braun Strowman is now facing Goldberg yeah. for the most important title in our company. Um, and that's and that's all that's all we're going to say about it. We're just going to put a graphic up, and that's that's it. I mean, Roman Reigns is a sympathetic is a thim- sympathetic babyface. Like if we because you just got over like just got over leukemia. Yeah, he's going on and going. I've got a compromised immune system. I can't be in the room, but I tell you what, as soon as I can be, I'm going to be right back fighting for the title again. Like no one's going to be like, what an arsehole. Exactly. Like, exactly. Fair, fair exactly. Enough. You're probably the most sensible of a lot of them. And and the and the bizarre thing as well is is which I think it was really easy for. I mean, I know I overlooked it because I've got the network, but they played a really risky game promoting Roman Reigns versus Goldberg right up until the Friday. Yeah. And then going, people need to buy this pay-per-view to see Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. And then all of a sudden change it on the Friday. They announced it on the Friday night. Now, we're aware because we're, you know, we read up on things and we listen to podcasts. And But the, the general everyday person might not have been aware that that match had changed until on Friday night. They went, oh, Braun Strowman's fighting instead. Or worse, on WrestleMania after they paid for it, finding oh. out then. And Roman Reigns was all, but Roman Reigns did a uh, Instagram or whatever of it on like the Monday and said, "I'm not at WrestleMania this year." And it was like, it was just, it was just a bit of a mess. It was just a bit of a mess. But um, and then I'm I'm glad that Braun Strowman came in. So it turns out all of my wild cards ultimately were world champions this year. Um, Yeah, yeah. And 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 to be fair, I thought I, I I thought Strowman would come in just because Goldberg is like they don't like like no one likes Goldberg. He no. he's a brilliant person to have in for two months between the Rumble or a creepy Saudi show and WrestleMania and get the belt legitimately ish and then lose the belt legitimately ish. That's like that is that is a that is his pure function. And he doesn't want it either. No. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want to be tied to a contract. He doesn't <laughs> want to be told you're now tied to a contract. You need to do these many dates. He's like, no, you promised me two matches, I've one against the Fiend, one at Mania, and I'm out. That's it. So. You know, he's got to be happy. He's taken his money. He's got his second belt reign in, in WWE and he gets to move on. So, I mean, they were paint, they painted themselves into a corner. I think some, another thing I'd heard someone else say was if you gave us a list of every single person that could have faced him legitimately, I think you were always going to land on Braun Strowman. I think so. Maybe. And so I think they did the right thing. What I had heard, and I don't know if you've heard this, is did you hear about how Strowman found out that he was going to be? No, go on. So he, he's obviously traveling to dates today or he's in he's in the performance center and he drove there so he drove his pickup truck 17 hours back to his house and on the 16th hour they rang him and said oh by the way you need to be back here we need you now so they got a private jet to fly him after his 16 hour drive 17 hour drive back to the performance center and then he found out when he got there oh by the way you're going to get the you're going to become universal champion tonight for this reason so <clears throat> not a bad not a bad way to spend 24 hours but a pretty you know Pretty, pretty poor way to do that. It's cool. I, like it had to be someone massive that was going to take out Goldberg and not make. Because if he's, if you have someone that easily knocks over the Goldberg, then it makes the Fiend look even worse. In a, in a, in a yeah. Track. Yeah. So, I think going forward, I think what WrestleMania has taught us is is two things definitely. One, it should be on two nights from now on. Yeah, great. 
definitely. And they've kind of painted themselves into a corner with that anyway, because saying that this WrestleMania is too big for one night means that it, if the next WrestleMania is not two nights, does that mean it's just not as big as WrestleMania 36? Yeah, I, so, I, you know, they've, they've really got to do it, I think. There's enough, there's, and there's enough, there's enough wrestlers and enough storylines to do it. So, I mean, and, just chuck an NXT match on there like they did with um, Rhea Charlotte. That was another shocker as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but it was a great match, though. It was a great match, yeah. And the second thing, I think, is going forward, and I would say just WrestleManias, uh, they need a cinematic match. I think yeah. that might be the way forward because both the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match were brilliant. Yeah, I, I liked... I liked the Boneyard match. I thought that was really good. I feel like, worryingly, they just added 10 years to the Undertaker's career because he's just going to do that now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and he looked, he did look badass, to be fair. Oh, it, it, was, it was exactly how you want Undertaker to be, though. And it's the Undertaker we've wanted for so long. The, the Firefly Funhouse match, I, I watched and I was a bit like, this is a bit crap. Um, and then I and then I saw and then I saw so much going online about how good it is, and I thought I need to give that another watch because I sort of skimmed, like I was sort of half watching it, and I was like, I, I, I do like, I do get it, and I think it's clever. I'm not sure that's, I think that's a bit too, that was a bit too far for me. See, I think you do it once a year with specific wrestlers, it works. Because we've said it here before, the Fiend in the ring is disappointing compared to Bray Wyatt and the Fiend in promos and the Firefly Funhouse itself. Plus, you were never going to get John Cena to do a proper wrestling match considering that he's got an acting career that he needs to, to, to deal with. But if you, if you then put the Fiend versus Undertaker or yeah. the Fiend versus, or, you know, the Fiend versus Triple H, there's other people where if he's going to then mess with their careers and take them through and do all that kind of stuff, and that's yeah. what a funhouse match is. There are potential wrestlers you can look back on and go, that would be interesting to do it with them and things like that. So for me, I mean, if it was if it was me now, and this is going to be giving away a prediction we're going to do in a second, I think, but I would be building the Fiend versus Undertaker. That would be where I'd be going for WrestleMania in a in a Firefly Boneyard match or whatever you call it. <laughs> but essentially, that's what I'd be that's what I would be building to if I was them because I just think that's the next step. That's the way forward. Okay. Okay. So what? So I mean, we talked about Edge versus Randy Orton very briefly. Um, I think it's been a general consensus that match was far, far too long, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I like. I didn't. I didn't dislike it. It's just I was just sort of expecting it to end a bit sooner than it did. There was a few, there was a few things like so. I'm I was surprised that the Boneyard match finished the first one, finished the first um, the first half of it. I would have expected that to be sort of somewhere in the middle because the amount of, you know, when you're watching wrestling with no fan, like no fans in the stadium, I thought you'd have, I thought it would be better to break it up and have, you know, have a, have that as a kind of middle match and then finish on like a, finish on a high. Um, so to have that to finish it was a bit random, but it was a good ending with him riding off on his bike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so back to Edge and Orton. I just, I, I, I enjoyed it. I just thought, not enough happened for it to be like 45 minutes long. There was a couple of things. I don't like, I'm not a big fan of that anyway, of last man standing or false count anywhere. Cause it just ends up being two blokes looking drunk, throwing themselves into walls. It's just, it just, you just go like, there's only so much equipment I can see you throw each other into. Um, and there was just a couple of other things. Pardon? It was like uni basically. Yeah. And there was a couple of, there was a couple of things. This is how out of it I was at one point watching it. 
when they're in the boardroom and they've got what looks like cage material on the ceiling, the edge then hangs yeah, from. Yeah, I'm going, is that there all the time? Or have they just added that for this match? And then another point, I think either Edge or Randy Orton throws the other one into a poster of the Revival. Yeah. NXT, and I went, oh, that, they've got to get rid of that. <laughs> That's not going to be there for long, is it? <laughs> so it's things like that where I'm going, I'm not, I'm not into this. <laughs> yeah, and there was just some daft spots like the one with the one, the one that they, where he climbed the cage, and then he dropped himself onto a <laughs> concrete table and delivered an elbow. I mean, that is that is at best hurting each other, hurting him as much as it's hurt you. Like that's yeah. a that's a, that, you haven't thought that through there. There's easier ways of there's easier ways of doing that. Yeah, I mean, the best comment I read I saw was um, someone going, "This it, it does two things here. It gives us a really good match." And a free tour of the performance centre. <laughs> was like, yeah, yeah fair enough. I mean, the ending was good. The ending was decent. It just took too long to get there. I felt it was all. Um, I felt WrestleMania was all quite safe this year. There was nothing spectacular. I didn't think the most spectacular thing was the Kevin Owens spot, which was cool. Did you give yourself? I suppose you won it twice, didn't you? I was going to say you won it twice. I was going to say, did you give yourself a point for that? But you did actually win it both times, didn't you? Yeah, he did. Yeah, and I get, and I was, and I'd already decided. I was going to give myself a point for the first win anyway because he'd won the match that we were predicting. But when he won both, I was like, right, there's no way I can, there's no way I can't have that point now. So yeah, I did give myself a point for that. Yeah, um, so did you give yourself two? That's fair. That's good. No, I'm giving myself two. It wouldn't have made any difference anyway, would it? Um, so I think WrestleMania for me, the second night was more successful than the first. But I think considering what they did, it was a decent WrestleMania, and I did actually really enjoy it. And I think I really... I, I, didn't, I, I didn't dislike it. The three hours was much more manageable as well. Yes. The thing is, though, would you rather have had a takeover and, like, I would have rather had a takeover on the Saturday, probably, and then, a, and then like, the best of those six hours condensed into four the next yeah. day than, yeah. I would, than what we had to prepare. But I think it's it's all because there's no stadium. Yes. Could you, you could potentially do it in two different cities as well, if you wanted to. You could do. You could do. I think what you would. I don't. You haven't got the audience for that, have you? You haven't. Got you the haven't. And there are people. You are gonna. You're gonna have people spend a lot more buying on both. There's there are all people that will go and spend for both nights. I mean, they do WrestleMania packages anyway, so they've got no worry about that. But there will be people. And you, what I didn't realize, which I found out this week, is cities bid for WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. My, I didn't my... realize it was a bit. I didn't realize you bid. I assumed. I assume like WWE chose cities, but I know Tampa have bid for it again yeah. in 2022. I think it is, yeah, which they, I think they should get it easily. But yeah, massive, I didn't realize bid for it. industry because so much goes on around it as well. The, the one thing I did think, and this might be a bit of a random thought, but if you split WrestleMania in half, which they seem to be doing a couple of times, I wonder if there's a logic around having half of it in the UK that like but doing it on the same day. So your first half of you, your WrestleMania or a another pay per view is in the UK that which then leads into the US version. I, I just, just thought because I was looking at because the the um, the, uh, the undercard what's it undercard the kickoff show started at um, like eleven o'clock so you could easily do like a it starts at seven in the UK that's your afternoon into an eleven o'clock finish for a kickoff show into the main WrestleMania card in the US and have half and half. Yeah, I think you could do that quite easily because I know I know. The UK have been clamouring for a WrestleMania, and there's the, the stupid thing is there's an audience here for it. It would be it'd be hugely successful if they did do it over here, but obviously it, it alienates 
the US audience, doesn't it? So yeah, it's ticket sales, but it would be taped. It would be taped delay, wouldn't it? I guess that's the yeah. issue. That yeah, that would that would be it. But so pretty successful WrestleMania, but it leads us to our first prediction of season two, which is what you think the main event of WrestleMania 37 will be. Now we did this this time last year. You predicted Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, and yeah. I predicted. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins because I didn't believe that um, I didn't want the same prediction as you. We all believed that it was going to be Rollins versus um, Reigns, really, yep. and they were nowhere near the main event. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a bit of a weird one. So this is probably going to be a, an exercise in in futility. But have you got a prediction for your WrestleMania? <laughs> for WrestleMania? Yeah, Rock Roman. Bro- Brock Lesnar no, versus Rock. Rock. The Rock. The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. That is a great shout. It's Hollywood next year. Oh, of course it is. I even think of that. The Rock versus Reigns. See, I'm going... Yeah, The Rock versus Reigns. Yeah, that is a great shout. That is a great shout. <laughs> I'm looking at your face now and knowing that you're pissed off that you haven't thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely... I'm absolutely... I'm, I'm, I'm fuming. I'm furious with it. Um, you're having an experience that I had last year when you revealed your wild card and I thought, bollocks, I forgot Roman Reigns. <laughs> it was a great move, that as well. It's, it's, it's a moment I savoured until I ended up with Ricochet as my, as my, last, as my last wild card. Um... He's nowhere near my top ten this year. By the way. Oh, nowhere near my top ten this year. I say, if he was in your top ten, I'd have picked him for you. <laughs> Which, thanks, man. Thanks. Um, I had one. I've gone for like I've got audacious or I've got safe, and it's whether I start off season two audacious, <laughs> which um, would be which would be the way I usually do it. Yeah, is that the software we're using to record the podcast? Audacious, audacity is the software we used to. Yeah, you're close enough. Um, I'm going to go safe. I'm going Reigns versus McIntyre. Oh. Okay. It's it's safe. They could build it. It's not part-timers, um, which I do... Well, I say they're moving away from. What's, your, what's your audacity? My audacious one was going to be Fiend versus Undertaker. Okay, fine. But I, I think def- the, only, the only thing stopping me putting that is the not fact it would, be a, it would be a Boneyard match and they wouldn't do that as the main event. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I agree with you totally. I I totally see that happening next year. Not a main event. It's not going to be a main event, is it? Not the main event. No. Well, it could be if they do it over two nights again. So they do it over two nights. You could end night one with that match, but obviously it's not going to be if it's just go back to one. Which I, I and I think there's a good chance it will just go back to one night. I do. I don't think they. I don't think the, the logic is there, but. You know, I, this was done by. This was never going to meant to be two nights. It was never advertised as two nights. No. So that's the thing. They obviously didn't mean to do it two nights because if they were tonight, they would have booked the stadium for two nights. Exactly. So, well, I, I mean, they, did they use that? Would they have used that stadium for takeover anyway on the Saturday? No, no, they use a like an arena. They use like a twenty thousand seater for a takeover and an eighty thousand for WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so that takes us very nicely into our wildcard. So here's how the wildcards work. So that we don't end up with exactly the same predictions for every pay-per-view, because that you know has happened in the past when we've done this a bit more informally, we have wrestlers or tag teams that we have to back no matter what. And it forces the opposing person 
to go against it no matter what. So even if it looks like there is absolutely no way that your wild card can win it, you have to back your wild card. And we end up with three of each. So we had a classic moment this year, didn't we, where two wild cards faced off and it was really 50-50 when Ricochet fought Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia. That that was that was absolutely right. Yeah, we were. You know, I I really had high hopes for Ricochet, and it just he just didn't did, didn't didn't uh, didn't pull through for me. Did get I mean, any it, offense? Did he? Did he get any offense in? Um, he ran at Brock Lesnar, I think. Pardon? He ran at Brock Lesnar at one. He point. did no. That, at one point he did. I think I think Brock Lesnar still got a stitch, but he gets that running to the ring. So, um, yeah, if Brock's listening, I mean, I'm I'm just kidding, mate. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> if Brock's listening, um. So what we're going to do this year is we're going to count down our top 10 wrestlers, the top 10 that we believe are going to have the best year. Now, our wild cards are going to come from this list, and I'll explain how that works as we go along. Okay. Um, one of our wild cards is going to come from our first seven, from our 10 to four. One of each of the wild cards is going to come from there, and the opposing person can choose that. So that's our first stage. Uh, we're going to count down 10 from um, 10 to four and talk through why we've picked them why we think they have a big year some of them are going to be really obvious some of them might not be some of them are literally going to be in our list because they could potentially be our wild card and they're just going to be a good representative for the year and they win more matches than they lose um it doesn't have anything to do with titles doesn't necessarily benefit you in any way in that sense it's literally just are they going to score you more points this year on pay-per-views and things like that than they would do normally okay so is it fair to say ben as well that if people listening to this and they want to have their own wild cards there's nothing stopping them from doing so they just need to pick three wrestlers at this point yep. and then back them consistently throughout the year and get in touch if you get in touch with me at predictcast on twitter best place to get in touch though we are on facebook and instagram if you get in touch with us on there i can make note of that as the competition goes on right. we usually have wild cards just to keep our competition a bit more interesting but obviously you can do exactly the same as well and get in touch Jeremy was a film fan. Jeremy had questions. Like who's got the best beard in movies? Which film starring a wrestler is best? And what's the best film series that's been made into Lego? Jeremy tried Google, but who uses that old system anymore? Then Jeremy found that movie list podcast. A podcast which gave him the answers to the most obscure, bizarre, and some say pointless movie-related lists. You can listen and subscribe to that movie list podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, be like Jeremy. So I'm going to start off with my number 10. Um, I'll talk about it unless yours is in a, unless you've got the same guy in a higher position. We'll wait to talk about it later. So my first one in number 10, and he's a reluctant, legitimately reluctant. It seems silly to leave him off. I've put Braun Strowman at number 10. Okay. Now I have him considerably higher. Considerably higher. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll leave and talk about him when we get to yours. Who's your number 10? Becky Lynch. I have her considerably higher. So okay. I'll wait to talk about her. My number nine is the only tag team I have. Okay. And that's the New Day. Okay, great. I'll Are the New Day in your list? No. Okay. The reason I picked the New Day is exactly the wildcard idea. Okay. The, wild, the New Day will be on pay-per-views and it's rare that they lose their feuds. If it's for a belt, I think they... I don't see them win. They might win it one more time because, I mean, we figured out that that would equal their them with the most belt winners, didn't we? We figured that out last episode. Yeah, I think we did. I think we did that. And then I reflected on it and thought, well, we didn't include New Day in that list who are already, like, who are 
But the seven, they're seven times. They're seven yeah, times title holders. So they're, they, they're not quite there yet. I think that the, the most was nine, wasn't it? I think, I think you mentioned Christian eight or nine, yeah. Something yeah. like that. So they've got the most. So um, they, that's a story they could tell. I also think there's a big... I mean, they're in the middle of a feud right now. That they could, again, they, that's going to be some matches that they could start winning for the few couple of pay per views. So I think the new day, if I get chosen as a wild card, is a, is a safe bet throughout the year, to be honest. And for clarity, what are you constituting as the new day? When they're a tag team, not when they're not when they're solo. Any com any combination of the three. Any combination, yes. Yeah. So it could and, be and as long as they're a tag and team and a, and a threesome. Yes, okay. I think that's. I think that's. that's, I mean, that's you count the new day. That's that's the and it's very rare they fight as a threesome. They're not singles. Anyway. Not singles, but not singles. Any any combination of two or more. Yes. Okay. Good. All right. Clear on that. Who's your number nine? Sasha Banks. <sighs> okay, I took Sasha Banks out and put Braun Strowman in. <laughs> Tells you more about my list later on, but go on then. Why Sasha Banks? Is this like just your fancy, mate, or what's going on? <laughs> no, just carry on, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing Harry back. Um, no, so uh, so basically, I think at some point she's got to turn on Bailey. Probably going to win the title. I think she's going to probably be the next title holder. Um, they probably will have to do a draft or a reshuffle this year, but there's nothing on SmackDown. Um, I think she's the best best women's wrestler on SmackDown at the moment. Um, where that'll scream me over is if they do a split of the roster, like they split her and Bailey up rather than have the feud. But I just, I think they've been building it now for so long that it's got to happen one way or another. Yeah. Um, I don't know which, which, what the heel face alignment on that'll be. Hope it's going to be Sasha Banks heel, but I think it could be face. But um, either way, I think she's probably got a title this year. I think she's going to win a few matches. I think it gives away a little bit of a conversation we have later, but I think there is a pay-per-view coming up that solves the face-heel problem Yeah, I very, agree. very easily. And, you know, I think the outcome of that, unless she's not in it, I think is real crystal crystal clear. I think that story tells itself. That but, actually, that's actually really good. I like that a lot. So, I'm having that harder. Okay, great. Brilliant. All right. That'll make that prediction easy, that conversation quick. Um, okay, so my number eight... And again, he's in there for the wild card reason, really. And just because he's a consistent, and that's Randy Orton. I think okay. he's always around the mid-card and the upper mid-card. He's always got another belt in him. He's always on pay-per-views. There's very rarely is a pay-per-view that he's not involved in. And, you know, I think he he's someone who's a consistent throughout the year. So if I ended up with Randy Orton as a third wild card, I wouldn't be disappointed with that. No, I think that's fair. I think he is someone that, He's probably someone that wins sixty percent of his matches. I would yeah. get at Bush. Like he lost to Edge, but they'll, he he does it doesn't really matter enough. I think he's a good. I think he's a good choice. Uh, he was a he would have been on my honorable mentions. I've got a few honorable mentions that I might come to later. Yeah. Um. Okay. My number eight. Yep. Is Brock Lesnar. Really, he's not on my list. Okay. Now. So let me give you some logic. Yeah, that then. Go on. yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's a couple of them on here that you'll be like, really, right? So my logic is, if you pick him for my wild card, I have Brock Lesnar when he fights. Okay, but when yeah. he doesn't fight, I get to pick, and he doesn't fight very often. And if he does fight, he doesn't often lose. Like he will lose at WrestleMania. I mean, I, I imagine he must have lost at the last. Bloody hell, five WrestleManias he's fought at, probably. Or quite a few. He does lose a lot at WrestleMania, but throughout the year, he looks like, you know, big, strong boy. 
uh, all the way through the year until then. And like he doesn't lose very often. So if you pick him for my wild card, for example, I don't think he'll lose a Saudi show, but he'll definitely be in both. Kind of logic on that. So not as many fights, but will win the fights he's in and gives me a pick if you pick him for me. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think out of five, he will lose two. So I think he wrestles probably on average about five matches a year, maybe a little bit more than that. But he will usually lose one throughout the year to make a new champ, and he will lose at WrestleMania. But the rest of the time, he's a safe. He is a safe bet. When only... he, when's he? Well, I can't think when he. I think he loses the belt every so often at WrestleMania. I don't think he loses much throughout the year other than that, really. Well, he, he, used, he, he, he lost to he lost he lost a random one to Seth Rollins, didn't he? Because he, he Seth Rollins won it just after WrestleMania. Okay. Fair. And oh, that's that's what I mean. So it might be that he he leaves WrestleMania with it because didn't he regain didn't Lesnar Lesnar regain it at WrestleMania or I mean he was Money in the Bank winner last year. Wasn't he? That was it. Money in the Bank winner last year brought Lesnar and then he cashed in and then he lost the belt after that. And Heyman so, said he said it's not a prediction; it's a spoiler that Lesnar will be going into the next WrestleMania as the champion. Okay. So very specific word in there. Didn't say retain it for the year, but go in next year as a champion. Yeah. So, and I can totally see that. Yes. Lesnar doesn't need to fight now until the Rumble next year, or SummerSlam maybe as a one-off, and then the Rumble. He could have Drew McIntyre at, at SummerSlam, and he could have a Rumble fight and win the title off whoever's got it. Yeah, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Okay. okay. So, Brock, Brock Lesnar's your number eight. Yeah. My number seven, and I think this one's going to be a bit of a surprise for you. My number seven's Baron Corbin. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. No, he's if actually you, really decent. If you look through the year, he's always in pay-per-view. Every pay-per-view. He's always fighting in a decent feud. And he wins more than he loses. Infuriatingly, he wins more than he loses because he's a chicken shit heel. And he always cheats his way to a win. And what invariably happens with Baron Corbin is he's in a five-match feud where he wins the first four and then loses the fifth to end it. So as a wildcard choice, it's actually sensible. Yeah, it's just a case of whether he's going to have that big of a run next year. But then, to be fair, I think I put it up against Elias saying he's the next big heel. So. But I'll call you out about that a bit. I mean, there's nothing to stop him having a big, another big run. Like, I mean, he's, he's not changed his character or done anything different. And WWE seemed to love him. Yeah, no, I think he's... I think he's, I think he's you know, he's someone, he's a heel that doesn't care about being liked at all. Like, everyone hates him, and that's his character. Yeah. He'd like, and, and there's something about that for a heel. There's there's too many heels that are kind of cool, or yes. try to be kind of cool. Um, he's not that. No. And he's, he's also... He, he looks gives a, as yeah. a king, for example. And he gives, he, he's, a, he's a good wrestling match. And he's, you know, he's, he's a really safe story. It's just unfortunate that you, you just don't... He's never that interesting or involved in anything that interesting, but he's actually come along a long way, and he's, he's way better than when he first started. It's just he's just a heel you want to see lose, essentially. So, But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go with that. I'd be happy for you to choose that. Okay. Uh, my seven um, is very much on the same line as Brock Lesnar. Is the edge. Really? Yeah. He's going to have a good year this year. Prediction now, Edge is going to win the Royal Rumble 2021. <laughs> I'm writing that down for you right now. I'm writing that down for you right now. So, Edge, Joe, Joe believes Edge wins Rumble. 
Yeah, and then Edge probably fights Lesnar for the title at WrestleMania. And I think Lesnar retains. Would they give would they give would they feed Edge to Lesnar with a with a dodgy neck? Think of the story time there about your nine years of comeback and all of a sudden you've got to face this impossible task. And I think you I don't think Edge wins. <laughs> okay, so when you have got Edge as a wild card, you 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 think he's gonna lose it? I think he's gonna no, but I think he's gonna I think they're gonna make him look strong through the year. Yeah. All, all year. To the point where you're like, he's on a roller coaster of emotions, a bit like Daniel Bryan, and then he doesn't win it. That's how I would. That's how I would book it. But I think I think Edge is another one where, if you think about, you're probably going to have four matches this year, five matches this year, but he's going to probably win more than half of them. Yeah. And if I'm aiming for sixty percent, which turns out to be the winning, the winner's post, <laughs> um, I can see Edge winning sixty percent of his matches this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, it's just well, whether good. it's good. We've gone different, very different tangents for this. I like it. Absolutely. Um, I'd be surprised if this isn't in both of our lists for number six. Um, I've gone Kevin Owens. Uh, honorable mention for me, mate. Is it really? Yeah. I just, I, I think they've built him well enough that I, I, I think he's up for a push this year. Ooh. And I don't. He's always in the round. He's always in pay per views. He's always. I mean. He's face now. I don't think you turn him back heel. I think you no. waste his character turning back heel. He's a, he's a, um, he's that edgy face, isn't he? But Agreed. I also, I also think that he's in a really, really strong position now. Now, where it goes from here, um, he could potentially be money in the bank and something like that. You know, depending on where they go for that story. But you know, it's just I think Kevin Owens is a, is a safe is a safe bet. The only problem with him a little bit is he can get stuck in feuds that are not that important. Like the Seth Rollins one is a classic example where, and also just for, for information, my six is Seth Rollins. So we've oh, okay, we've aligned <laughs> on the WrestleMania match and like yeah, going, yeah. Um, so so, uh, but I, I with you on Owens, he's got potential to go. I just don't think they would give him the belt, and I think he's going to get stuck in feuds that are not that exciting. To be honest. I don't- I don't think they're going to give him a belt, but I also think that he he's in feuds that it's it's wild card, it's pay per views. He's going to win. He is probably going to come out winning more than he loses, or at least it's going to be fifty fifty. So he's a he's a he's a you know safe safe bet there. It's really difficult for what I'm going to pick for you. I tell you, <laughs> I've written three names down already that I'm like, oh god, which one? Okay, cool. So I had Seth Rollins. Have you got Seth Rollins higher up your list? I've got Seth Rollins higher up my list. Okay, fine. So who's your five then? Uh, it's now Becky Lynch. Okay. So Becky Lynch number five. I I don't know who takes the belt off her. Okay. Um, and I think even if she loses the belt, I don't see her having it off her for long. So I think she's going to end up being the person that keeps that belt for even longer this year. Um, Ronda Rousey's come out and said some pretty dodgy things this week yes. about wrestling. I don't know if you saw that. So um. she said it's fight it's pretend fighting or fa- no she called it fake fighting one word you don't use in wrestling is fake fake fighting for fun and she enjoyed doing it but she'll never come back full time that was my that was my that was my money for her being the one it faces lynch now this could be a very clever story they're telling but i think while all this coronavirus stuff's going on you don't bring ronda rousey back no, i think totally you agree. waste her in that situation and i legitimately don't know who lynch faces next you know, and we talked about this last last episode. So I don't know. 
I think she keeps the belt for at least a couple more months, particularly until they start getting big pay-per-views. So, Lynch yeah. for me. Fair, fair enough. I had it at 10. Um, yeah. I'll tell you so, what. I have her at 10 because of something later on. So, I'll talk to you about that later on. Okay, fair enough. Um, my your five? Five? Five. My five is Roman Reigns. Right, okay. Right, okay. You got um, I've got him higher. Fine. So we can Come talk back. about him later. Um, my number four is Seth Rollins. Okay. Um, Seth Rollins, we did the stats last um, episode on the wild cards. Seth Rollins featured in, I think, the joint most pay-per-views with Roman Reigns. He won a ridiculous amount of those pay-per-views as well. He's always up and around the, the, the top of the, the card. And he's in, I think, a really, really, really strong position story-wise at the moment. I don't think he's going to go near a belt for at least five oh, or I six th- months. I think he's going to be money in the bank winner. Oh, okay then. All right. Um, but I think um, he's always going to be in and around it. So yeah. that, that, that's it for me. Uh, okay then. Your number four. is Braun Strowman. Right. Okay. Why? So... So, without giving the rest of my list away, I had, I think I had Braun Strowman slightly higher than this until what happened on SmackDown, where he's now immediately pitched against The Fiend. Yeah. Uh, that really shook up my top five. Um, I think he's someone that probably wins more than he loses, is my logic. I think he's, and he's also got the belt. I would suggest that they need to keep the belt on him um, for a bit. Uh, I'm not confident they will do that, but I think they should do that and then feed him some people that he can beat until, say, SummerSlam, where he faces Reigns and loses, probably is what I would do. I would have him face The Fiend, where The Fiend maybe maybe gets DQ'd or something happens there where the belt doesn't change hands so The Fiend can go... The Fiend can go and face someone else. Don't really know how that plays out. But, um, yeah, I think Ross Roman, having got the belt now, shouldn't really lose it immediately. Um, and therefore, he's probably going to have a fair few wins under his belt and therefore is a logical wild card, my, my thinking. Um, I'm going completely the opposite direction. I wouldn't <laughs> have put Braun Strowman in my 10. I think he is losing the belt at Money in the Bank. Okay. I think he is then going to fall back down to where he is, which is essentially up a mid-card. Um, I, they don't want him as champion. He wasn't even on WrestleMania. So, <laughs> until they went, we need someone. And he featured, I think, if we looked at the stats, because Braun Strowman was one of your wild cards last year. Yep. Um, he featured in six pay-per-views and won two. Yeah, it's not a deal when you say it like that. Um, <laughs> so, you know, out of your... I, I, I only put him in there. I mean, you've got to be burying him if he's if he's getting a thirty three percent win streak from WrestleMania with the belt. I mean, like it's got to be. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that feels that feels tough. It does, but I think someone Strowman's got enough. Strowman's always good. He's kind of unfortunately he's in a bit of a big show position now, where he'll always look like a bit of a threat. And you bring you know, a Big Show became a joke towards the end of his career. I mean, the fact that Big Show even came out to face McIntyre, but that situation is exactly where Strowman is now, I reckon, or where he's going to. Big Show comes out, 
he's not necessarily going to win, but he's enough of a threat that you go, all right, something could happen here. And that's where Strowman is. He's perfect for going up against Gold, Goldberg because the win looks legitimate. But I think the other side of this for WWE is they made a massive mistake giving the belt to Goldberg over Fiend. Yeah, absolutely. I think they are they are rebuilt. Well, and I think that's hindsight, to be fair. I think if you've got Reigns versus Goldberg, which is what they plan to do, yeah. then I think that's I think that's fair. But because of the Goldbergs, uh, because of the Reigns situation, giving it Strowman is a bit desperate. I agree. Um, but feel free to like. I mean, feel free to pick him as my wild card, mate. If you want to give me the current world champion as my wild card pick, I won't be. I won't be mortified by that. Um, are we doing wild card picks now, then, or do you want to hear the top three first? Well, I think we should hear the top three because it might. It might be that we need to go into four. And oh, five. of course it is. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yes, of course it is. So one of our wild card picks is going to come out of those um, seven that we just mentioned. Um, the other opponent. Our opponent will pick our third wild card out of that. But our first two wild cards are going to come from our top three. Now, the way we choose this is you get the highest solo position for your wild card. So if the, whichever wrestler I've got in number one, if Joe hasn't got him, I get him as my wild card and vice versa. If we've both got the same wrestler in the same position, they negate each other and we move down to two move down to three and then we might need to use four five and six but i already know that we're not going to have to no i think we're separate so um we'll start off then and this uh, is what we did last year as well just so everyone's clear it is yeah we did do the, obviously the top 10 but we did pick from these top three we also did it drunk which is why you forgot roman reigns and i put ricochet <laughs> <laughs> so we are sober today so, so it, 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 it is a massive help <laughs> I also, incidentally, I'll, I've got another question for you after we finish this one, actually. So we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. Um, so you're number one, then. Drew McIntyre. <sighs> My number one is Roman Reigns. Okay. So you've got Good. McIntyre and I've got Reigns. Okay. So why do you think McIntyre is going to have, you know, the number one year? I just think he's, I think they're positioning him as the business now. I think... I can't see that he's losing his belt until SummerSlam, at the earliest. In which case he's got a few, he's got three or four months under his belt of winning. I think you pushed him to the moon. I think he's someone that's proper solid. Um, even if he loses the belt, he shouldn't lose that many matches afterwards. He should be on a, he should be winning three quarters of his matches this year. Really confident about that. Really happy with that pick. Um, I think he's really decent. I think he's really decent. To be honest, like really, I really rate him. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't get pushed down the card. I don't think he deserves it. No, no. I think it's. I felt really disappointed for him that his big WrestleMania win was an empty arena. Yeah, because I think the event would have been huge, and to have him do, you know, whenever you see the highlights packages of WrestleManias, and they always show the final person, the fireworks going off, and they're holding the belt up in the air. McIntyre is never going to be part of those packages because no. this is not, and, and I just feel he deserves to be. It was him and Edge that I felt really sorry for at WrestleMania. They were the two that I was like, you deserve better than this. Yeah. I mean, Edge Edge had that moment. I don't think he's ever going to have the same moment he got at Royal Rumble, though. But no. Edge's moment at Royal Rumble, I think I've, 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 Edge had that. And, and you can see it in his face when he comes out that he wasn't expecting that. Even though it was, it was obvious he was going to get a, a, a reaction like that, it was still you know, a fairly, fairly surprise one for him. Um, 
But you've I, got, I mean, the way you the way you recreate that, I guess, is if you have like you know you have you face an unknown opponent at some point yeah. uh, or an open challenge for you know Drew McIntyre is so dominant that he decides to have an open challenge at SummerSlam and out comes Edge or whatever. You're gonna go, everyone's gonna go crazy at that. Yeah, that's fair. Or if he wins the Rumble. Yeah, which, which, <laughs> which to be done. honest, which you put down, it's a fair shout. Um, I'm going Roman Reigns because I think this is the beginning of them building him to be the biggest. That this is they want him to be the face of the company. They want him to be the person that has the belt and has everything on his shoulders. They wanted that from WrestleMania. Now it does depend on how long this situation goes on for. Well, that was but, my, that was my nervousness about it. But the other side of that, it kind of works the same way as you're having Lesnar and Edge. While this situation is going on, Reigns is in a wild card. He's he's a he's a free choice. So, you know, unless he decides he is going to come back before this ends, and I don't know why he would. Um, but when he does come back, I think they're going to have to start building him quick, which yeah. means he's going to get a fair few wins under his belt, um, fairly sharpish. So, I, I you know Roman Reigns, he's 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 easy he's easy top three, and I'm assuming he's in there. He's in your top three somewhere too. No, no, he was... Um, oh, did you already say Roman Reigns, have you? I had him at five. Five, okay. okay. So, him, yeah. I had him at five on the logic of how long is he going to be out for. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And, yeah. Okay, number two. I think we might have the same person here. I've got The Fiend. I've got The Fiend. Okay, that's a word. <laughs> my, so number, we... my number three yeah. is Shayna Baszler. Really? See, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to use my other choices because my number three is Drew McIntyre. Okay, fine. So, so, so who's your four? My fourth is Seth Rollins. Okay, so you've got Seth Rollins. Then. I've got Seth Rollins. Um, why have you put Shayna Baszler? Right. In contrast to what you were saying about Becky Lynch holding on for a year, my view is Shayna Baszler beating her next pay-per-view, Money in the Bank. Okay, and if she doesn't, not many people. So I don't know how often she's going to fight, but when she does fight, she is not going. She cannot lose many. Like, I get, I get, I get, I get it right. I get. So I get. Maybe she loses to Becky. Maybe she loses to Ronda Rousey. Maybe she loses to Charlotte, but she should be everyone else. Really, yeah. like she should. Like, if you're not going to bury her, like you, she's got to be winning. A lot of matches. Um, so, yeah, I'm having... So, I'm, I'm thinking she's going to beat Becky. I think... That, I, I get what they've got about Becky, but I think that she is has gone a bit off the boil. I, I do. I do. I, I would have I pulled the trigger at WrestleMania, and I think there's an easy win for, like... That's an easy surprise upset and money in the bank for a change there. I'm with... I'm, there's something in it. I, I definitely think Becky's gone stale. But I also think they've painted themselves into a corner that there is literally no one. It's 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 this 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 silly situation where, you know, they that six person, uh, sorry, that five person match at, at at WrestleMania between those five contenders. Let's face it, we knew it was going to be Sasha or Bailey because you couldn't put a title on any of the um, three people in there. Now, to be fair, Lacey Evans gave a great show in, and I think Lacey Evans has massively improved as a wrestler. She's not ready to be a champion. She's not convincing as a champion. And you wouldn't put her against Becky Lynch again. No, so it's just looking at that thinking, who else is there? You're only, having, you're only having, you know, really 
there's probably six women that are going to be champions in WWE, in my opinion. Like, you've probably got, you got Charlotte. Sorry, I'm talking like Raw and SmackDown. Like NXT yeah. is a bit of a different beast, I think. But you've got really got Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, Sasha, Shayna, and would you argue like Alexa Bliss, maybe? Maybe Nia Jax? Maybe. Put, yeah. Yeah. I think depending that, on what they do. That, I see it though, innit? Because depending on what they do with Nia Jax, who is, you know, who who could be, again, a contender for Money in the not Bank. Like girls, Pardon? She's not like most girls. No, she's not. Like... <laughs> um, not what, I, what, what everyone thought the song was originally, which was, yeah. she's not a monster. <laughs> and then you were like, that's bold for to say that. That ain't a monster. <laughs> um, Appreciate you clarifying. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd go with that. I mean, there's, 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 depending on how they treat people... I mean, Shayna's just been. If Shayna doesn't beat Becky soon or get some some sort of kind of retribution, she's going nowhere because because yeah. her career stopped before it started. The other people, if they start bringing them cleverly, I mean, Bianca Belair is brilliant, yeah. so she could be a future contender. She's not ready yet, but she could be someone. I mean, if we do, you know, in in a year's time doing this top ten list, I'm sure hopefully Bianca Belair's on there. But I mean, you mentioned Bailey is part of that. Pardon. Io Shirai, hopefully, on there as well. Yeah, Io Shirai, yeah. She's probably my one of my favourite wrestlers. She's just mint. I mean, you've you've mentioned your top three. I've mentioned my top three. The fact that Charlotte's not on there. Yeah. I mean, the only reason she's not on there is because I have no clue what they're going to do with her now. She's in NXT. No. So it's, it's whether she is going to be in NXT, whether that belt's going to be across two brands for a little while. Without <laughs> knowing that, I don't really want to have her a wild card because she could just be... And the other thing with Charlotte is she doesn't necessarily win that much because no. she's such a safe pair of hands. She's great at putting someone else over. She, the problem with Charlotte is she's a bit too good. Like, when you put, when you put the belt on Charlotte, no one, like, it's the same Becky situation. You put the yeah. belt on Charlotte, like, really no one should take off her. She is the best. She's probably the best women's wrestler ever. Yes. Uh, definitely. I, I don't, yeah, definitely. Um, and that's quite a statement. Um and she, but I mean, what's she like a 10 time world champion already? Yeah, so it's, um, it is getting ridiculous. What I could see happening would be interesting is if for the next pay per view, um, Shayna won the belt and then Becky somehow became Money in the Bank holder. That'd be interesting. That would be an interesting little turn of events, I think. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Did. Who plays into. But if we're fantasy booking, I know we're, we're talking Money in the Bank and that's our next pay per view. Did Becky ever win the NXT Women's Championship? I don't think so. I mean, so you could also argue. But I, don't I mean, so. you know, there's there's something there that she might want to do if they if they're pushing NXT and ratings and stuff. I mean, none of both of us said that we that Charlotte was dropping the belt because she she's never going to be on NXT and look at the situation we're in. <laughs> so, and especially with it being empty arena. Yeah. That, I mean, this is going to be what what we've learned is don't do what we do. No, absolutely don't 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 predict the same as us. And we, and we, even we haven't learned that. We should be starting to go against our. We should we fantasy book and then, <laughs> and then decide to change it. So, well, um, to put in context, I think I think we probably have about four people in the same top ten, and my number three is not even in your top ten. And who is your number three? Oh, Shana. sorry, yeah, yeah, Shayna Baszler. Who's going to be your third wildcard choice? Remind okay. me who your number four is. So, so I've got one McIntyre, two Fiend, which you can yep. give if you'd like. Uh, three, Shayna Baszler, four, Strowman, five, Reigns, six, Rollins, so they're both out, seven, Edge, eight, Lesnar, nine, Sasha Banks, ten, Becky Lynch. So you've got to have... You've got, 
pick no because you're going to pick one for me out of the remaining. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, okay, that's why I ran through the whole list. That is again. Could you go through that whole list again? It's <laughs> make great, great listening. Right, so terrifying. I've had McIntyre. Yes. Presume we're both saying we can't have the fiend. Can't have the fiend. Baszler. My four is Strowman. Yeah. My five and six, you've already had Reigns and Rollins. My seven is Edge. Eight is Brock. Nine is Sasha, and ten is Becky. It's a choice between two. Oh, who's your two? And I think I'm going to go on oh, the two. It's the choice between is Strowman and Lynch. Okay. And I'm going to give you Becky Lynch. I'm going to give you Becky Lynch for exactly the argument that you've just made to me. <laughs> yeah. So, but if you think two wild cards fighting, you get to pick the one you want. You get to pick the one you want. Okay. And I go with the other. And I think what what you said about Baszler, I overlooked Baszler, massively overlooked Baszler. I didn't even have her in contention for 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 this. Um, and I think you've managed to convince me enough that this. <laughs> that might do it. So I'm going to give you Becky Lynch as your third. Okay, fine. Do you so want me to go through my list again? Yeah. So I had, I had Rollins in full. I had Reigns at number one, Fiend at number two. Neither of us can have Fiend. And we haven't really talked about Fiend either. We might come back to him in a second. Um, I had McIntyre number three, but obviously can't have him. I had Rollins in number four, which has ended up being one of my wild cards because of um, McIntyre and Fiend. Lynch is my number five, which obviously you can't choose because I've given her to you. You, you say you've picked your number five pick yeah. and give it to me. I'll right. give it to you. Yeah. Only because you've you've convinced me now that she was gonna have a rubbish year. Um Kevin Owens is my number six. Baron Corbin's my number seven. Randy Orton's my number eight. What's amazing is you haven't got any of the others, these these four here, which I think is fairly is is fairly good for these predictions here. But six Kevin Owens, seven Baron Corbin, eight Randy Orton, nine the new day, and my number ten is Braun Strowman, who you could still pick for me. So, who are you? Oh, that's <laughs> see. I, I think for me, until you said the Baszler thing, you were having Braun Strowman. I wasn't giving you Edge and, and Lesnar for exactly the reason that you kind of said they're not in it enough. And the whole point of the wild cards is it's supposed to be as much of a crutch as it is an advantage. And I, you know, I think it will always be more of an advantage to have have those than it would be a crutch. Um, so you've you so you've so you've You've done me over here. I can't decide. So, my three, yeah. Kevin Owens, Baron Corbin, and New Day as your selection. Yeah. I think Baron Corbin, you're right, he wins too many matches as a heel just because he, he does win a few. He, just, he, just, he often wins like the first three and then lose the fourth, and that's exactly. the end of the feud. Yeah. Kevin Owens is a real wild card because I don't know where he's going to go. You could go one or two ways, and Kevin Owens would definitely be a reasonable wild card for me. So I'm going to go New Day. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. I'll have New Day. And I'll tell you why. It's because I'm looking at it going, one, um, well, I'm, I'll tell you what I'm, why I'm doing it. It's because the actual SmackDown tag team division is actually decent. Yeah. Like, they're not the champions. Miz and Morrison don't really need to lose the titles anytime soon. New Day don't need the titles. The Usos are also mean you've got heavy machinery in there as well. Um, now it's not to say that New Day couldn't win the titles and have it for a, a couple of months, but even if they do, they're not going to have it. Like I just don't feel like they're going to have it a full year. Um, my counter argument to that would be: this isn't just titles. 
So New Day could then be. But you don't, New get, on, Day. don't get on the pay per view unless it's for title. If you're a SmackDown tag team, you what you do for the New Day. Okay. Oh. New Day. New. You don't. I, if, I mean, I, I don't have the stats here, but I would be very surprised. I suppose the one the one thing going against it is the fact that Kofi had the title for so long this year. But if you take that section out of it, how many pay per views do you think New Day's missed? I wouldn't say it's that many. And they, I mean, they've been title holders since Kofi had it. Obviously, they just lost it to Miz and Morrison, but they haven't been title holders all year. I wonder how long Xavier would stand for. That's another thing I haven't thought about. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I expected to see him these last couple of... But I suppose you don't bring an injured guy back into into the situation, do you? There's no, Or you don't bring even a, even a new... You want to keep your reveals. Um Okay. okay, so let's have a look at our wild cards. You've got Drew McIntyre, Shayna Baszler, and I've given you Becky Lynch. I have got Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and the New Day. I'm not unhappy with mine. No, I'm I'm a little unhappy with Becky Lynch, but that is the nature of what we're doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I, that's tough because they're in the same division, and I yeah. can't see them. Yeah. I think every, to do. But I think every fight they're having with their, that's not against each other, they'll win. At the moment, yeah, there's something in that. I mean, that's the problem with these wild cards. It, we we picked twenty strong. I, it wasn't twenty, but you know, I'm not. I don't know the math on it, but whatever it was, let's say fifteen. We picked fifteen strong wrestlers. We're always going to pick wrestlers who are going to win the most matches. There was never going to be a weak choice here. I don't think. Um, but it'd be interested to see how it plays out um, when it comes to this. Uh, okay. Is there any? I feel like you might have the upper hand there, and it's quite irritating me. But I think that's good because you need the help, don't you? Yeah, that is true. Uh, <laughs> is there any honourable mentions we haven't talked about? Uh, so we glossed over the fiend. Um, we both had him at number two. I just don't see him losing many matches. Nope. Um, honourable mentions for me. So I thought I best write a tag team down um, because I haven't got one. Yeah. Uh, and that would be the Viking Raiders. Really? On the basis that. They don't get. It's the same Edge and Lesnar logic. They don't seem to lose a lot of matches. See, for me, I think the Viking Raiders are gone. I think the Viking Raiders are gone. I think Viking Raiders are. See, if I was going to go tag team, I I legitimately had Miz and Morrison because I think Miz and Morrison was an honourable mention because I think they might keep it for a fair few pay per views now. They're they're an easy they're an easy win. Um, AJ Styles. I think his. Days are over, unfortunately. I, I mean, he was over. literally. He's putting over of us, isn't he? That's what he's he doing. is. And I and I, he's not been in a decent, decent kind of position for three months. I mean, Undertaker's just been Undertaker literally buried him. Um, but I think he's someone that's just going to be be around. But I wouldn't have him as someone who's going to win consistently. And the other one that I thought was a would seem like an obvious choice was Alistair Black. He's he's like. He could go either way. Yeah. He was like my ricochet this time last year in the fact that if he gets something behind him, he could be a great mid-card and upper mid-card and he could be someone that's in contention really well or they could lose steam with him halfway through the year and he disappears. I'm, and disappointed, I'm disappointed that you didn't have Ruby Riot in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one, really randomly, that, I, that could have made my list um, was Seamus. Just okay. because I don't know what they're going to do with him, and there's a chance they might give him a fairly solid push at this point. He's back. Yeah. He's doing. He's doing enhancement matches. Um, I think he could be. 
um, really randomly, I mean, if we're going to get onto this next part, um, money in the bank. Yeah. Seamus, for me, could be a potential money in the bank winner. Yeah, it's a good call. Good call. He's a solid main eventer. It's empty arena um, main events for a little while. So you're not really giving much away by doing McIntyre versus Seamus. Let's say Seamus wins it and then McIntyre has to win it back. Or they even do it as a straight main event. It's a nice, easy story to carry you through that you're not going to lose too much. Or it wouldn't be, or, or, or whatever it ends up being. Um, so I think there's, 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 it's easy there, really. Or it would be Seamus versus the, it'd be Seamus versus whoever wins it. So even if it's Seamus versus Strowman or Seamus versus Fiend, it's it's easy enough. So that would be a that would be a potential money in the bank for me. Okay. What about for you? I think I'm probably gonna go Rollins. Yeah. I think you've got to have a heel money in the bank winner. On both. Yes, unless you I mean, they have had face. It is a it's a heel concept. Yeah, I like it from a heel concept. I think you could have Corbin. Yeah, um, had it before. I think you could have Rollins. Um, um, the the other ones. I mean, there's you've also got um one one that I would have had it down depending on how he treats the next couple of months. I mean, Roman Reigns would have been an easy Money in the Bank winner to then start that, but he's not. Quit. I don't see why he'd come back before four tenths. You know what I mean? I don't think you put Roman Reigns in a ladder match, mate. <laughs> uh, just, I don't think you do. Like, I think there's, I think he's like the level above that. Like, just like really? just ladder matches in general. Like, I don't think he's falling off a ladder. I see. Okay, I see what you mean. But you would have Seth Rollins in there? Yeah, because I think he's more, that's more his style, I think. I see. Yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Like, I don't think you necessarily put Braun Strowman in a, in a ladder match. Yeah. No, no. No, he ain't going to take a bump. He's not going to take a bump for ladder. Whereas Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan, yeah. that kind of like lighter. That's another person as well. Neither of us had Daniel Bryan. Oh, that's bad, isn't it? Neither had Daniel Bryan. No, I did consider him. I mean, Cena, Cena's, Cena's gone. Undertaker's gone. Undertaker's going to be one match. It's, he's never going to wrestle unless it's a boneyard again. Cena will not wrestle again. I'd say for the next twelve months, we won't see Cena again. My my favourite comment from yours from last week was when you said to me, um, I don't want to make my predictions until after SmackDown in case there's any call-ups that I might have. The only call-up for that from there was the Forgotten Sons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, <laughs> I'll text you and be like, you can you can have them. No. <laughs> but I, when Forgotten Sons were mentioned on SmackDown, I also thought to myself, were they going to get a pop on the SmackDown after Mania? Like, would that would would that have been the call-up? Or they just kind of sure. shuffling them on there. They they didn't call up hardly anyone because they're like, well, what? Why would we call up Johnny Gagano now? Because yeah. I think it would have been like, I think it would have been. I think the Gagano Champa might have gone differently. I think Champa could have won, and they could have made it a loser leaves town match, yeah. and Cha- and Gagano could go up, and then he could be there the the SmackDown after, and straight into a feud with Daniel Bryan, and um, um, that's, I mean, fancy booking, isn't it? I mean, not difficult fancy booking. Yeah. I mean, and the thing with Daniel Bryan, I don't know if you're the same, but the reason I didn't pick him is he is exactly the same as AJ. He's putting people over now. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's, 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 you know, we also didn't put people like Sami Zayn, Nakamura, Cesaro, but I don't think they were close to my list. They're yeah. not going anywhere. Well, yeah, we haven't got the Intercontinental hard. We haven't got Andrade. He was a US title holder. Yeah, but I, I mean, 
do they do they look like they're being really pushed in any exciting way? I, I just don't see it. No, sure mate. Right. So, final thing then, mate. What's your view on the women's uh, money in the bank? Sasha Banks every yeah. day of the week. Yeah, so too. Don't know why. If you have anyone else win the money in the bank, unless they're going to hold it for a long time, which I don't necessarily think is what we need right now. Um, I think the Money in the Bank story at the moment just needs to be quick and build another story. It just muddies the Sasha Banks Bailey water. I think it adds to the story if, you know, I think is it Tamina's got to beat Sasha Banks this weekend, yeah. uh, this Friday to go against Bailey. You could easily have Bailey versus Tamina for Money in the Bank if you really wanted that to be the actual match. All right. It's, it's pre show that. Yeah. It is, yeah, it's absolutely pre show. But it's it's also it's also easy. I mean, where Tamina's got this push from, I have no clue, because there there's no I don't see any redeeming feature. I mean, why is Nia Jax raw? She isn't she? Yeah. So I mean, that's the, that's the other build to it. But um, yeah, Sasha Banks. My other my other the, the other one there would be someone like Nia Jax. But for the same reason, you don't particularly put Nia Jax in a ladder match. No, I don't. Yeah, I think the only one I had was um, maybe Becky Lynch. If she loses to Shayna and then later on in the night goes for it, but I think you're right. I think Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks, I'd pin in now. Really, I'm not concerned yeah. about that. Um, the men's one's a bit more interesting. But if they've got a field of, I don't know, six or eight, like potentially eight, it could be that the men's um, ladder match could be really interesting. Well, if you just look at the people we've mentioned tonight, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be one brand or both brands. How are they no, going to do it? Four of each. Or is it three or four of each? Yeah. So I think Daniel Bryan is in a qualifying match on friday yeah, yeah he is yeah so it's so if you know but then if you look at that going god you have daniel bryan seth rollins kevin owens yeah alistair black maybe um nakamura aj styles like Rand, randy orton randy orton you're having a pretty you're having a pretty uh exciting match there i mean you could start throwing some of the new day in there depending <laughs> on what they're doing but you could even you put kofi i mean that be honest with you that ladder match on wrestlemania was fantastic yeah, no, but because they're your wild cards, mate, they'll start losing pretty quickly. Yeah, they right? will. That's exactly. That. I mean, I have actually poisoned these three wrestlers. Good to be Reigns, Rollins, and New Day, or these three groups, anyway. Okay, so here's the next, the next, the next step. Really, um, we're going to find out. We're going to do our proper. That was just conjecture. We're going to do our proper Money in the Bank predictions the next episode, and this is where this is what you do from now on. You've listened to the beginning of season two. The competition starts properly next episode with Money in the Bank, and that is when we make our proper predictions and we start the tally running it's from zero okay so if you join now you will be in competition from zero all the way through to wrestlemania so it was 15 rounds this time whether it'll be something the same with everything that's going on at the moment whether there'll be more or less pay-per-views we're not sure but we'll play every single WWE pay-per-view and we use the takeovers as bonus rounds um, and we'll talk more about those as takeovers appear um so subscribe um, and make sure that when Money in the Bank episode does um, fall into and get recorded in three weeks, I think it is, something like that. Might not even be that now, but about three weeks' time, then you've got it ready to, to get involved, and then there will be a prediction sheet that goes with it. And for just general wrestling, if you want to let us know about your wild cards and uh, talk to us about what you believe is going to happen in the next year, it's at PredictCast on Twitter. Same on Instagram, same on Facebook. And there's also YouTube where you can subscribe to hear these podcasts through YouTube. You don't see our faces because uh, nobody needs to see that, but you can hear the audio. 
Um, I think that's pretty much covered everything. Uh, so season two starts. Do you think I've got a chance of winning? No. Okay, fair enough. Then. <laughs> I will see you for money in the bank. Catch you later, mate. Bye. Bye.